Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. And we continue the conversation with Dave Hayward today about marketing skills and the next generation of marketers and, and how we can help support them in the best possible way and get new marketing skills, um, the, the appropriate marketing skills, I should say, taken on board by um, new marketers who are, who are coming into organisations which we may work in. Um, and and teams that we that we lead. So we're looking this time more about the skills that you ask for at interview. What you're actually looking for in new people joining your team. Uh, the responsibility of managers to help nurture new skills within their teams or get new starters up to speed with the existing skills that you need to coax and uh, need to actually uh, as I say nurture in your teams and then playing the long game with skills so how, how long does it take to to build these skills up in in individuals within your team and if you are then a freelancer perhaps going on into the world what what other new skills do you need to acquire as well and how do you need to when do you need to pick these up and, and how long should it actually take to acquire them are, are they skills which are picked up more from experience or picked up more from specific training so we cover all of that area and uh, we also hint at uh, backseat marketers so uh, you'll, you'll see that in there at some stage that's probably going to be a future discussion i think not entirely sure how it's going to run yet but anyway there's a small indication there that we might get Dave back in to talk about backseat marketers at some stage. But uh, I will allow the conversation to continue now into marketing skills, the next generation. Enjoy. Funnily enough, I've completely forgot about this before, but I did actually do a, on, on a marketing manager's Facebook group. Um, I, I, I put a poll up actually about this whole thing of, skills and development and what you do but from the perspective of then the the, the employer the perspective of employer and what you need to ask from people at, at interviews for marketing execs in, in particular so coming from a slightly different angle and I, and I put on there I said uh, you're about to write a job spec and an advert for a new marketing exec but this time you're determined to do it differently do you focus more on the person not the skills invite candidates to complete a novel pre-interview exercise decide to cut the length in half of the uh, description uh, or realize you don't have enough time to do things uh, in a different way so you just go for the usual tried and tested method and which of those four do you think you go for because I, I there was a very strong result in this Ooh. oh that's hard that's really hard <laughs> there was a very very clear winner I could just tell you the winner I'd go for the skills but I can see I could be easily dissuaded from that Okay, but person not the skills was your one. Okay, I was quite interested in the you know having somebody was it write a novel, write a sort of short. A novel is in a yeah sort of a, a, an unusual um, pre-interview exercise. Do something very different that you'd never tried before. Very different idea. I think I, yeah, I've always when I've when I've hired, I've always sort of gravitated actually towards the yeah. Um, should we say unusual, un, unusual ex, exercises? You know, I used to do um, sort of mini sort of assessment half um, half days with, um, with 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 people, but actually had them um, actually had them produce a short video introducing themselves before beforehand. Mm -hmm. You you get a real sense of, I think, as we said, the you know, skills can be taught, but yeah, if somebody. Um, if, if somebody doesn't connect with you in the sort of first uh, first few minutes, where well, you get the sense of mm, they don't 
they don't, they don't seem like they quite believe what they're saying or these other bits and pieces. You, know, you can quite easily wheedle that, wheedle that out. Whereas skills, it's you know you can easily make that stuff up. Or... So much of it is about whether you like them. I mean, there's all those that that history about you know when you walk into an interview, you've got six seconds to to impress them, and people have decided within six seconds whether you're going to get the job or not. So, and I think. And I suspect that videos would videos would work the same. People just think, no, don't like them. And I've done it. I and mean, I've sat in interviews and someone's walked in the door and I thought, no, don't like them. Mm. Much to my, you know, and if you and actually it's not wrong if you're not gonna like them, your working relationship's gonna be a catastrophe. Unless they're genius and you've absolutely got to have them because they can do something completely unique and marvelous. If you don't get on, you're really gonna make life tricky. A firm I used to work for had a very simple hiring policy which was no arseholes perfect there you go yeah didn't matter how good you were if um if if there was if there were a few members of the team that you would interact with throughout the um throughout the uh, the whole uh, the whole whole process and uh yeah if any of them weren't you know absolute absolute ass then the go no yep I like it. Saves a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, that's one way of doing it, isn't it? But, well, do you know what? That plays exactly to the, 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 the winner of the poll, which was focused on the person, not the skills, by an absolute mile. Um, so everyone was saying that. But then then we got into a conversation about what sort of novel ideas you could have as the pre-interview task and stuff like that. But I found it interesting because I've got people who were actually recruiting now, you know, marketing managers, marketing directors talking about it and saying, you know, but um, they, they, yeah, they, they someone had just done it. They'd done, a, they'd done one where they said, I just wanted someone to demonstrate something that was completely unrelated, something they'd done on social media, because I just wanted to know they understood the power of social media and what they'd done in terms of creating content. Do they do it well? Those kind of things. So people were saying that in terms of the, the actual practical exercises. But then again, how you actually, on a job description basis, how do you get someone to come out and say, well, I just want to know, as you say, that you're you know, not an arsehole. You've got someone who's actually a, a decent person who who uh or someone who's innovative someone who has interesting ideas and as we say if this is someone coming in at exec level you'd expect them to have a reasonable amount of experience in terms of they've used certain platforms things like this but it depends on the role you're trying to get them into doesn't it i mean you, you want to have somebody as a, as a foundational level somebody who can think clearly uh, can make good decisions is keen to learn knows certain platforms and the power of them knows the place of marketing stakeholder management as you say they can actually talk to people they can communicate well it's got to be the main thing but then if you're working in a technology business or perhaps you're working working in a business that actually needs to be transformed and it needs to focus refocus all of its marketing and you need a team to come with you on a sort of exciting expedition and you know that's where you're going you're going to need people who are comfortable with change you're going to need people who are comfortable with trying new things rather than somebody who's like well you're a safe pair of hands you really know what you're talking about and you've got a lot of experience yeah. in running really solid social campaigns but also and what what's your budget what's your strategy around getting an outsourced resources you know uh, are you saying you know, we're going with full specialists we want people who just have a sound you know strong foundation in marketing uh, or, or someone who's a complete apprentice but they're really different they're different to me they're going to challenge me as a mark as a manager there's all that different combination of stuff going on but that should be in your job description but most of the time it will probably just be very very vanilla because they usually are aren't they it seems well, to. they will but can you it'll be all the things that you can train people to do if you like them for instance i'm not a terrible i've never ever in my life run a tiktok campaign 
and even though TikTok's now maybe not where it is, but I've never run one. Uh, but I suspect that I could learn to do that if I really, really wanted to, which I don't. But anyway, if I did, I could learn to do it. And you can teach people. So if you like somebody and you think, brilliant, I like the way they think. I like the way they, they can add up and divide and possibly manage a budget. They seem to be able to get on with people. Great. They don't know how to write HTML or how to run a complex LinkedIn program. And that will take a bit of training. And it's a bit annoying that they can't get their feet straight under the table. But I like that they've got their soft skills are so strong that I'm going to employ them and teach them. And that's what you hope that good managers will do, that you'll latch on to something. You can do something. Moreover, it then gives you a chance to make your whole, your whole marketing department a learning and teaching environment. So that if you bring someone in and say, and say to someone who they're going to work with, look, one of your jobs now is to teach Sally how to run a TikTok campaign. She seems to be okay, and I think you'll get on with her. But one of your job now is to teach this person, and then you get that fluid learning process flowing through your department, and it makes it quite an exciting places to be because you know Sally might suddenly go, "God, I love this TikTok thing. It's absolutely brilliant. Why don't we try and do X, Y, Z?" And you suddenly get it feeding backwards and forwards. Mm, and I think actually that. There's an interesting point there around, I think, the responsibility on managers, people em people employing people, because you've really got to make that time. It's one of those things where if you take time, you will have more time. So effectively, if you're not relying on, because I've seen this in the past, I think I've been guilty of this in the past as well, where you, you're so busy doing the day job that you onboard somebody and they, they kind of make it clear. They, they're not the ones who should be making it as clear what their weaknesses or what their black blind spots are in a way. You want them to do that, absolutely, and it catches up and say, well, where are your blind spots on technical issues and things like this? Okay, I can send you on a training course there, but it's not just a training course and it's tick the box. It's like, as you say, it's learning together on the job and, and you know, you and your other experienced marketers helping to you know, share their time and experience expertise to bring that person on. But so often you can just bring them on board. You think, well, they're great. They're really enthusiastic. They're willing to learn. They're interested in lots of things and, and they seem almost stronger than they are perhaps. And then you just let them sort of carry on and they kind of quietly lose themselves. And then, and then you spend all the time doing all the remedial work with them and then trying to pick things up and, and they're going to be doing things far more slowly because they don't understand them or they don't know if they've got the freedom to say, look, do you know what? I really need to get a, TikTok social expert, media expert in for this, they'll get it done for me. I can then focus on this area because yeah. that's the area of skills I really want to focus on, you know. But so often managers will just go, yeah, take you on, take you on. Okay, yeah, great. You're in place. Brilliant. We've recruited you now. Now we can all get on with the work. And, and I know exactly what I'm doing and I know what you should be doing, but yeah. rush off. And then they, yeah. they, it's like, it's, I would say to any manager out there, it's making a real conscious, because I've definitely done this in the past, make the real conscious efforts to invest that time on a regular basis in an incremental way with those people even just to check in and make sure they're okay with things but just to really make sure they're okay and they are really developing and, and gaining those skills because it will pay dividends on the back end you spend more time now be far less time going back on things and going oh god sorry you didn't get it and motivation wise you know what their happiness in the job they will not be they could be a really bright start when you get them on board six months later they could be absolutely in the depths of despair because you just yeah. have not properly spent enough time on making sure they're okay and they can run with something so i think that's a real potential danger as well isn't it but as you say if you do it properly like that that is absolutely the way to to bring people forward to bring people onwards i am um... 
at the very beginning of our meandering, I, we interviewed, I interviewed um, Barry Clark, who's a um, salesperson specialist, and he said that he went into a business which was struggling, or the management team weren't working very well, and he was brought in, he said to all of the managers, right, you are going to spend 10 minutes every single week with all of your staff. And that's what every single member, one of your staff, you're going to spend 10 minutes and sing to how are you? How's it going? Any problems? And they all said, oh, we haven't got time. And he said, what well, you haven't got time to find out what your staff are doing to make the business run. And they went, uh, yeah, but we haven't got time to talk to them. Mm. And you, when you start it, when you phrase it like that, you suddenly think, oh, actually, maybe that is part of my managerial job take my nose out of the budget for a second and find out how the business is running. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's really interesting. One of the questions, one, one, one of the questions I often sort of ask myself from, from just a personal perspective, just to understand is, yeah, if I disappeared from the business I work at tomorrow, what would happen? I think, you know, not not many sort of marketing teams or departments have asked themselves that that question you know, if we disappeared what would happen to the uh, what would happen to the business yeah and i've i've come across a few examples where actually you know, the answer is unfortunately but you know if we disappeared not a lot would happen really so yeah, there's a lot of this introspective questioning that that needs to be I don't think that's a bad thing that not a lot would happen. I mean, I think if you've got a marketing team where if one person disappears, everything will collapse. You've structured your team wrongly because really you shouldn't have one person holding up everything of, let's say, your digital. Everything goes through one person. You, I mean, I, admittedly, you may have a specialist who's better at it and then your team should be using that person. But I think if you've got people that everything relies on them, then you're in big trouble. Because as you say, if something goes wrong, or they, you know, if they resign, you've got a month to fix it, maybe. But if they become unwell or they do just don't they just run away, then you're in big trouble and you need to make sure that you've got a much more firmer foundation of knowledge amongst your team to be able to pick that up. Yeah, I guess we're sort of more broadly, more broadly, you know, if, if, the, if the marketing function or when, when, when not there all, all, of, all of a sudden, you know, what would happen? Okay, it, it's more of a case, you know, what impact are we having on our, oh, okay. on our, on our, on our sort of business? Yeah, business no, is, yeah. I've sort of asked that of myself as a, uh, yeah, in some of the sort of specialist roles I have in, I, I have inhabited where, you know, there is very much a need to, well, sort of have that, um, have, have that acute impact. But, uh, yeah, there's just, I'm still seeing too many examples where, you know, we're, we're sort of tinkering around the edges, you know, we're running from um, channel to channel, and my camera's going to Vaseline mode all of a sudden. Um, yeah, yeah we, we run around from channel to channel going, go, yeah. Do you, remember, do you remember when Snapchat was the new kid on the block and everyone was going, um, oh, shit, we need, we need a Snapchat account. And yeah, I suspect and I fear that the same or a similar story is unfolding with Clubhouse, where 
sort of everyone is, is this bit of a sort of gold rush and clamor to well oh oh everyone seems to talk about this oh oh we need to be we need, we need to be in on that um in, in on that a bit and yeah i think if, if we so if we sort of peel back to what does that mean from a to the skills perspective and what can we impart upon the, sort of, you know, the new tranche of, of sort of people coming into marketing it's that sort of critical and almost sort of cynical thinking of, of really digging into something and going well actually is that right for us as a you know from a perspective of our customers is that is that where they're going is it right for us as a brand and actually um, you know are we just doing this because everyone else is, is 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 doing it? And is it really going to actually you know impact on be it or brand positioning, sales performance, or whatever else that you know that the business decides is is important enough to sort of point marketing resource resource towards? And we kind of just keep rushing towards the next um, the, the the next sort of thing, which is why I really believe that actually that central grounding of some of the stuff which yeah isn't as sexy and can be viewed as a bit academic i think actually it's, it's probably more important than ever to um to, to really you know get away from the shiny keys being dangled in front of us and go well, actually does it does it really matter or, or or is it just another distraction where um you know half of our sort of resource is going to be snaffled up yeah. I think it's one of the other things that you, I know that you were going to talk about, which is some um, commercial awareness to make sure that people know what it what a sale means, what that what that money coming into the business is, how important that is, and how important the the spend you the ROI is on that. And I think that's a really good point you're making there. And also that feeds in beautifully to our it depends podcast from the other day. That it's exactly that thing, which I just yeah. coined this new idea though in my head. It's almost like a you might look at it from some of the young moves and shakers might come in, not necessarily just them, but other people come in and say, yeah, yeah, we should do be doing this, you know, clubhouse, or we should be doing that. We should be doing the, 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 the shiny new object. And it's almost like applying a, a long-term Luddite-esque lens on everything, I think. And it's uh, to that idea of say, you say being slightly cynical, applying to your principles. And, and, and again, the commercial awareness with that saying, you know, okay, but, uh, uh, is the business actually in 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 de- we're not always going to answer these questions be able to answer these questions but is the business in a is our strategy in peril if we don't jump on this latest platform you know and and why what's the justification for that yes we're okay we can apply a certain amount of innovative and this is where you need to be innovative as well innovation budget we, we can afford to bring someone on board for a few weeks to sort of look into that for us and to have a go on that. But it's not a critical let's shift focus immediately kind of thing. Cause I, I think there is, you said, this is all driven by a lot of this, this, this talk of disruptive markets and always changing and everything's always changing all the time. And Oh my God, you're going to be left behind. So I think a lot of people, perhaps I, do, I think most experienced marketing managers and directors and people and consultants don't worry much about that perhaps i think maybe where that is when you're coming up perhaps more you sort of you get worried i think everyone gets a bit spooked by the idea of being left behind i mean like when the um previous previous uh, company that uh, D- dave and i were in that the, there was always the, the technological revolution concern which drove the entire strategy for a period of time and uh, and there is that worry about don't be left behind of course particularly in a, like a big organization where it's like an oil tanker takes a long time to turn around but 
but yeah you've got to apply that critical eye and that again that's one of those skills that you're going back in my case you're going right back to stuff I learned when I was in my early 20s and I'm still applying it now to the latest manifestation of whatever new technology idea scheme there is out there you I mean but you again you get that through a you know the principles but you it's the experience added to that that helps you then have that belief doesn't it that self-belief to say that's okay no we're not going to jump on that bandwagon we don't need to at the moment actually because you know i have the data to back up that what we're doing does work and that could work in the future maybe applying the cold shower like you said before dave i say it all the time now ever since you've said it apply the cold shower of reality on these things don't jump sometimes you know some older stuff is older stuff it's um yeah more of its sort of traditional sort of channels and, and approaches they're fine mm. yeah it, it's yep. a yeah dip your toe in these in, in in these in these things yeah take the time to um take the time to to experiment but my god isn't it stressful though to be going around going oh my god we need to do this we need to do that and uh you know you've got everyone sort of chatting from the sidelines going well you know we should be doing this because i've seen someone doing <laughs> back, back seat marketers oh really annoying it's oh that's a whole episode you you, you, you know and yeah i think you should use those different perspectives absolutely but um i think until you've got the confidence to actually stand up and uh you know be sort of like gandalf with you with his stick going you shall not pass it's um it's very easy to get sort of swept swept away in this um, in this stuff and i don't think we give sort of more junior marketers enough of um in, enough sort of backup and support to sort of help help a then sort of think through and, and apply that sort of critical thinking commercial awareness and yeah. come to a sensible decision but then um but then you know sometimes we, we kind of, sort of feed these people to the to the lines a little bit where it's just you know people barking at them well we need to do this and yeah every every marketer for the most part wants to be helpful so again yes 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 okay okay that's exactly right there's sam and I've, I've talked about this many times the ability to say no is one of the things that's really hard to get the hang of because you're right you'll go oh, yes yes we'll do that we'll do that but actually it might actually be better to say nope can't do that now not, that's not part of the plan that's not part of the strategy you want me to do that but I'm afraid we're not going to do it now and that's a skill that's very hard to get really hard and you've also got to see your senior management doing it as well uh, to say saying no is kind of key really key particularly if you haven't got the budget yeah yeah it, yeah it, it's, very, it's very often a case of you know again having that confidence to go yes we could do that but which one of these three things we're doing for you is now not as important. Which yeah. one do you want to kill? Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and that's... if it's and if and if and if the answer is oh, no, 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 we're all urgent, then um, that's when that's when my pitchfork <laughs> comes out a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> Sharpen it up. Yeah, I, I I was gonna I was gonna try and wrap up with my, my last point because I know we're sort of running into time, but obviously want you two to make your love points as well but one thing that just struck me as a kind of a, a a note to move on to it was around the, the the again the marketing manager the managers okay marketing managers and people who are employing others and, and seeing you know the new skills new people coming into their team from you know recruiting them and then developing them but one of the things that really stuck with me i, I was 
retelling uh, some of my background the other day and I one of the things I thought of the best managers I've ever had were the ones who shared this common ability to say um I want to um take on board you know I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you stuff and I'm gonna I want other people here to teach you stuff about we've said all the soft skills and all the commercial awareness and all this sort of business that you will pick up in terms of how to actually do your job well within an organization but then also I want to even if the skills you are interested in and the things you're doing uh, like, I don't know, maybe it's web design, maybe you're a general sort of marketer, be like, I'm really interested in web design, and I actually want to become a specialist web designer, and then perhaps start your own business or go into an agency who do web design. That may not fit your specific, their role right now. But if they have an interest in it, I, the people who've always helped me the most, the ones who say, I want to nurture that within you. So I know it's going to be a bit of a shift in focus for you potentially to look into this, but we need someone who understands that area better so you can then be the lead on this project for that new website i'm not going to say you're going to do it because i've got specialists doing it but if i've got you as the main person working with them you'll learn from them and i i'm looking at the longer term view for you in your career i'm not looking at everything you can do for me right here right now i've probably only got you i've had this conversation with people before they said i've probably only got you for about two years perhaps um at a certain level and you're like if you're just being realistic rather than expecting they're going to have undying loyalty and have the logo of the company tattooed on their forehead and you know forever they will be with you if you're realistic about where they're going in their career if you give them that opportunity to enhance their areas and their skills and areas of development they may very well go on to specialize they may become generalists but they may specialize and if you if you coax and encourage that then you'll get a lot better return on them in other areas as well so i think for managers again i think that's an important thing to try and try and be aware of and to actively try and act on with with new people coming in and looking at what skill sets they have and knowing that you're going to have you're going to have the more technical people you're going to have the people who like writing copy you're going to have the people who like taking photographs you know you're going to have that mix but don't try and stamp it out try and coax and encourage it um, and then hopefully you get the best out of the person as well. So that was my sort of ending combination of thoughts. I'll do my ending bit from the other side of the cake, the other side of the coin, which is as the new marketeer who's just arrived. And I think it's really important not to think, oh my God, I don't know how to do everything. Oh God, I'm sitting people. Everyone else seems to know exactly how to use Canva perfectly. And they all seem to be able to do data analytics. Oh my God. And that's really wrong. Don't do that. If you, there are some things that you just can't do, say I can't do them and see what happens. And if you, there are, also recognize there are some things that only can you not do, but you also really hate doing. So possibly you're never going to be very good at them. So the most important thing I think for new marketers is to be honest and say, I find this really difficult. I'm really trying, but I think maybe it might be best if I, I do more of that job over there because I'm good at that and someone else does this with me. I think you have to be really honest and not try and do everything because that's just fatal. You're never going to be able to crack it. I've got a lot of years of experience and I know and have seen people who try to do everything fall over flat on their faces and eventually they get known as the not very good marketer. And that's not true. They're just not very good at using Canva. But that becomes a huge issue that all of a sudden they can't run campaigns. And that's not true. They just can't do one little bit of it. So don't be afraid to say, I find this too hard to do. And then it's really your manager's job to help you. <clears throat> just as Sam has just been saying, nurture that and try and find a solution to that. <clears throat> but as a new manager, don't lose your imagination. Don't stop saying, oh, can we go over there and try that? But at the same time, say, Mm, I don't want to go over there because I can't do that. 
So just have all of your imagination going, but be prepared to say I'm stuck. There's a lot for me there about, you know, for, especially when we're looking at new marketers, you know, around curiosity. It's a big, big draw for me in terms of when I'm looking at, um, at some new, well, new team members. But then, you know, there's also a huge responsibility on the part of the business and leadership to, uh, to feed and nurture that, um, that, that curiosity, you know, because like when I when I think about some of the um, some of the best people I've worked with and worked for, they you know they've sort of indulged me in areas where you know I've I've wanted to sort of you know go down a little sort of alleyway and have a little bit of a look down down, down at, at that sort of particular particular aspect, but they've kept me uh, they've kept me really really focused on on thinking far more broadly about, you know, A, where, um, where, where sort of particular skills and experience I have can have that, um, have that impact as part of this sort of broader marketing, uh, marketing machine, because it, it's quite a rich tapestry for mm-hmm. marketing. It's a, um, it's the one thing I, I still cannot accurately describe to my mum what I do. You can't tell anyone what I do. It's, it, it's 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 impossible without sounding like I've sort of swallowed a uh, McKinsey manual. But, <laughs> yeah, it's a um, but being able to um, be exposed to things that you know, weren't necessarily under the banner of um, of digital, which is just yeah, that's that's the world we're we're, we're in now. But um, but being able to um, sort of stretch my um, stretch stretch my legs into um, into the broader areas has actually really really helped me in having um, better and richer conversations with, um, with with senior stakeholders. So I think that's something not to be um, not to be lost along the um, along the way. So you say it's very very easy to just get into a um, in, into a rabbit hole, and before you know it, you're a very very good. You know, web developer in this particular aspect of this piece, and then before you know it, you're kind of butting up against this um, these these walls here. So it's a um, yeah, I think it's more something for people to be conscious about as they're going down those particular um, those particular alleyways. You know, not to not not to sort of close their minds off to um, sort of broader broader areas, really. Yeah. Mm. That's a really good point, actually. So interesting. I, I've heard, there's definitely. I think we probably we should in another one look at this from the. Uh, we've done it from the sort of ent- I say entry level or you know sort of pe- new, new younger skills coming in. I think we should probably look at the, the top level skills as well, actually, from the di- marketing director point of view, because I think that's quite an interesting one. Um, and something my my area in particular, exec education. One of the key things, the key selling points we will talk about in executive education is broadening your perspectives, becoming the T shaped leader, and understanding more. But you were saying there, Dave, about sort of coming in and having an opportunity to try different things and then broaden as you perhaps, you know, flourish at the, the top end. And, and hopefully you've gained all these soft skills we've talked about as well. And, and not, you never perfect things really, do you? You only ever learn, you know, the person who thinks they're a expert and absolutely, uh, you know, th- their craft uh, to the nth degree is, is, is probably kidding themselves and they have to continue to learn because that's another important lesson, but I'm going to stop because I'm going to go into other stuff now. And I know we, we, we run up against time. So, uh, but fascinating conversation guys thanks very much it's um i mean i hope um 
you know this might have sparked some interest from people who are um you know lower lower not even lower but i mean sorry they, they are coming to the start of their career rather they're, they're coming into the team they're, they're, they're sort of the marketing assistant the exec roles and also the managers who are managing and recruiting those people so that there's there's different perspectives there which we'd love to hear about um if people want to tweet us at meanders pod then please do or email us uh, meanders pod at gmail.com find us on facebook uh, join the conversation be really interesting to talk about and i think i will probably feed this back into that conversation i was having on that facebook group and see what people think about it there because I, I think it's a it's a really interesting next dimension and, and as you say i'm get very much get the sense there's there's so many aspects to this there's no right answer necessarily but there are the right areas of thinking aren't there which i think we, we've hope, hopefully moved towards today so um so yes it only remains for me to say thank you very much uh dave for, for joining yes. us once again and uh yep. And uh, it almost looks as if you've got like a potentially, I've got an interesting background, but like, almost like a handbag at the back there, actually, on your walk. <laughs> oh, yeah, we must go back to that. Because we are a handbag example, which goes on and on. So. I fought back from the Conservative Party conference about five years ago, which um, I'm not sure whether I should admit to that or not. But No, um... is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have a handbag. This is the thing. It's yep, terrific. To have a handbag there. The tea was our example, but that, look at we should be studying that for competition purposes. Yeah, I mean it, it's not moved for a year, so. Um... Well, it's obviously ripe for competition. There, you must get into your mind immediately. <laughs> Absolutely. Once brushed past David Cameron, that. Oh, oh br- brushed. <laughs> my word oh no we're, we're gonna go into politics now and that's we must stop now <laughs> yes. really sorry but thank you very much both of you thank you very much everyone for listening and uh, take care see you next time bye for now